0: We do it this time on a Monday, on a half past one. We always talk about our state and meet the great people that make up the state of South Australia and from different fields too, which is always really interesting to find out. Today's guest... Think making his radio debut on Five aa which we're looking forward to. It's one of the. It's a great title, this Chris, the Executive Director of Health Protection and Licensing Services. Whew, you got a wide door. Welcome, Chris. A, a big card, <laughs> Doctor Chris Lees is here. Much. Thank you for coming in. No problem. Tell us what the Executive Director does. So
1: basically, my area is uh, really about public health law. Yep. So we do things like uh, tobacco control, uh, food safety, uh, safe drinking water. We also license private hospitals hospitals. hospitals, a big range of things. Very busy, I imagine. Yeah,
0: lots of scientists and engineers working for us. Now, today we're talking about seasonal public health. So we'll cover asthma, lead paint, and staying healthy in the heat. Now, asthma, we all know, but we'll get into it in a second. Obviously, these allergies that cause hay fever, the lead paint, everyone's nicer conditions my wife's doing it at the moment not with lead paint but she's you know cleaning the deck and people want to get outside and do stuff to their home so we'll discuss that and also staying healthy in the heat it's a weird old day it's you know third 19 tomorrow but a burst of heat so people will be out there and possibly not staying healthy let's start with asthma we all know well we think we know what asthma is what is asthma so essentially asthma
1: is I guess, a disease of the airways, and people will be very familiar with it because there's quite a high rate of asthma in South Australia. So what happens is your airways... uh, in asthmatics are particularly sensitive and if you come into contact with a a trigger like a dust or a pollen uh, essentially your airways start to contract so they swell the muscles around them tighten up a bit and of course what that does is stops the uh, air getting down into your lungs and getting oxygen into your blood so it's
0: actually a life-threatening situation if it's not properly managed. You mentioned the pollen Are there other triggers for asthma my I always remember as a kid I always thought asthma were just kids who played sport and you know couldn't (laughs) breathe probably. You didn't think of asthmatics being because of plane trees or whatever the case might be.
1: Yeah, so essentially there's all sorts of triggers and really um, the reason why we're sort of raising uh, awareness a bit more than usual at the moment. Yes, pollen and dust are well-known asthma triggers. But for some folk, it's cold air. Um, Like you say, you know, exertion in sport, for example, taking more air in, your uh, airways start to uh, get sensitive and and close off a little bit. Dust mites do it. For some people, it's um, animal fur or or all sorts of things. It's it's different for different people, but essentially, I guess the key thing is people being aware of what those triggers are um, and knowing how to manage
0: it. Do they go hand in hand? I suffer from hay fever but I don't suffer from asthma but I imagine that hay fever sufferers who are asthmatic it would just be carnage for them at this time of year it's pretty tough it's pretty tough going yeah. and that was one thing that was found uh, in
1: the um, thunderstorm asthma um, Issue in 2016 in Melbourne, there was a lot of un- undiagnosed asthmatics who are actually hay fever sufferers. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't always follow, but um, if you are sort of sensitive to pollens and dusts and those sorts of things, then you know you may uh, possibly have asthma. So one of those things to do is if you find yourself uh, experiencing those symptoms recurrently, then yep. it's always good to you know get some
0: medical advice and uh, find out what's going on and how best to manage it. How come so many South Australians, including my son, we are regular visitors? To the women's and children's hospital. Why do they end up in hospital? Why does the asthma get so bad that you have to get? And we know with. Bailey, who's 10 and had asthma his whole life, we can just tell. You get to a point and you go, this is above our pay grade. We need to go and see a professional. Yeah. Uh, well, I think anything that uh, stops
1: air uh, getting into mm. you is uh, a potentially life threatening situation, of course. So um, we do see a lot of um, visits to our emergency departments. Um, I think we had around 9,500 sort of 2018, 2019, um, and 5,000 of those, or around 5,000 of those, were actually admitted. So, Really, this is the key thing that we're wanting to remind people is, is like you described, yep. know what to look for, you can pick up, you can oftentimes actually mm. um, you know, predict what's going to happen, make sure you're on top of your medications, your, your preventers and your relievers, and always have an asthma plan, that's one of the key things.
0: Dr Chris Lease is my guest, Executive Director of Health Protection and Licensing Services. It's interesting, because you sit in the hospital and you see kids walking in with broken arms and they're covered in blood, and there's my son sitting in the corner who looks perfectly normal. Mm but he has this little spot at the bottom of his throat. When that goes in, we know that he's struggling to breathe and they can look sort of perfectly healthy, can't they? But th- as you say, it's a life-threatening situation. Absolutely. It's, it's really
1: what's happening on an, on the inside is, yep. is the, the critical thing and, and, you know, it can um, essentially you know, it can get worse very quickly. So that's it's really,
0: really important to be on top of it. Are people on top of their asthma plan? Our kids need them when they go to the swim centre for example if you do swimming lessons at school do people have their up-to-date asthma plans and should we know more about them should definitely know more about them if you don't know already it's one of the
1: key things it's always good to have a plan in everything in life but essentially something as important as this is you know really describing you know what it looks like on a day-to-day basis you know what to do when everything's going fine and then, as things get start to get a bit worse, you don't want to panic and try and work out what to do as, as you know the situation's getting more and more stressful. You really want to know, okay, well things are starting to go in a direction we don't like. So what do we do when you know things are starting to not go well? And then essentially, you know, what do we do in an emergency situation? And that's essentially what the asthma plan is. Yep. You talk to your doctor about it. You work it through. You come up with your plan. And essentially, you know, hopefully if you're on top of it or is always stays in the you know we're going yep. along fine uh category if it starts to go wrong you can jump on it and, and sort
0: it out quickly has there been an advancement in technology for asthma the old days my brother would have two puffs at footy training and he'd be fine my son now has the spacer where and it seems to be six lots of four puffs for example is that something that's changed over the years you've seen it
1: work yeah 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 well i think it definitely is, is you know medical technology moves on you mm. know it, it, things have changed a lot i remember the days i used to go the hospital is a, a use for eye problem and yep. um, essentially there'd be the kid there in the oxygen tent or, you know, on the nebulizer, and those yeah. sorts of things. I think we've got a lot better at managing it and I think the community's got a lot better at managing it. So things like spaces yep. uh, and, and, you know, the preventers and the reliever medicines are pretty familiar things now and, and you know, again, if you know what to do yep. and when to do it, um, hopefully it's an entirely manageable condition so we don't have to have people going through... You know, the trauma of actually, um, you know, fronting up to the
0: emergency yep. department, but also
1: it's, you know, very traumatic, as, as you would well
0: know. <laughs> yeah. And hello to the uh, the great doctors and the nurses at the Women's and Children who help us out all the time. Uh, can you get asthma late in life? Is it something like diabetes that can just spring up? out of the blue or is it something that you're probably born with and sort of continues through your life this is interesting i
1: think it can be variable you can develop you know all sorts of conditions over time i've got a very close friend of mine who was a very bad asthmatic there for a while and and seems to have sort of grown out of it a little bit as well but but again i think it's you know being aware and being sensitive to you know what might be your, your um, causes, your triggers, if you like, and um, just keeping an eye on them because, you know, while things are going great, that's yep. fine. Um, if they don't, then, you know, we really want people just to be on top of it. You know, so they manage it themselves
0: and save all that grief. If you've got a question or comment about asthma, you're welcome to call in Dr. Chris Leese as my guest. A double two three double O double O is the number. Why is the Department of Health and Wellbeing concerned about the paint? In people's homes? So it's lead paint that's our major
1: concern. So any house that sort of. Well. Constructed pre nineteen eighty before yep. lead paint was actually phased out, um, there's a fairly strong likelihood that it's going to would have been painted
0: with lead paint. And um, you know, did we're... they not think this at the time? <laughs> I know we weren't there, but did they not think at the time, gee, this may not turn out so well down I, the track? There's been a lot of movement in a lot of the thinking yeah. around, particularly lead, for example. A lot of it those is... asbestos people too, from
1: early <laughs> days on too. But you That's think, right. Yeah. Uh, well, I think you know um, these materials that uh, when they were invented. Sort of carried through until yep. you know they were looked into properly and, and found to have you know real health risk mm. Lead paint in the homes uh, a tricky one essentially because you don't necessarily know if you're dealing with it you can get test kits which is great you can get along and, and um, uh, to a hardware store or paint supplies yep. and you can get those sorts of uh, test kits to do some checking unfortunately some of those might throw up a, a negative one of the situations we hear of a lot is essentially you you're testing the top layer of paint and yep. i don't know about you but <laughs> plenty of places oh, are man. basically
0: held together with paint yeah, uh, of right. multiple layers you do the sanding and all of a sudden there's this four five six different colors in there that's exactly so it. one of those bottom ones you're saying could be lead paint could well be lead paint
1: and and one of the things is people sort of you know sand merrily away at yeah. those sorts of things and they're throwing uh, around dust lead containing dust which can be breathed in and um and you know, put uh, lead into your body and, and lead's toxic, essentially, and, and we're most worried about um, children and yep. um, pregnant women in that particular case. So should
0: we all test? How do we do that? Should we... Is it just, look, I'm renovating, there's probably going to be dust particles and paint particles going everywhere. Best to test straight away just to be careful. It, it is best
1: to test. It's also best to be mindful that the tests aren't completely infallible. Yep. I think the key thing. If you've got a relatively uh, manageable area, um, say, for example, you're not doing you know vast amounts of yep. it, you can probably do it um, through techniques like, you know, chemical stripping or some of those sorts of things that don't create the dust which is the problem mm-hmm. um, if you're looking at big areas it might be worth getting some or it actually is worth getting some professional advice yes, so. on how to manage that because it is quite involved in in how you actually do it but the problem with lead is is once it's in you it gets taken up into your things like your bones and your teeth and can slowly release over time and like i say it is toxic we have seen people uh, well we have been made aware of folk who've actually got very high lead levels in their body from doing renovations and essentially it was just a lack of an awareness. It wasn't anything nefarious. I was about.
0: going to ask that because we all know about lead paint. We always hear about lead paint. So what does it do to the body? So it gets in, how does it? So so essentially,
1: you know, if you breathe in, uh, breathing in lead dust is yep. a great way of getting lead into your body. There's sure. such a term. We also see it in children, for example, because one of the strange things about lead is it's actually sweet. Mm-hmm. So um, we have seen situations where kids sort of sit on the windowsill and, and mouth the windowsill or peel bits of paint off and eat the, eat oh, the paint. Boy. Because <laughs> it has I, that sweet yeah, flavour okay. to it. And once it's in your body, it, it's essentially um, one of these chemicals that can bind to things like bones and yep. blood. Because it's, it's a similar sort of, I guess, chemical makeup to things like calcium. Sure. So once that happens uh, and it's taken up, your body's sort of got it there for, for a little while. Is there a telltale sign? Um Usually it's only at the sort of toxic levels that yeah. you start to see symptoms.
0: Okay. But again, we don't want to see anyone no, in that no, situation. So can you pick that up earlier then, if you're just having your regular health check? Uh,
1: I think probably the best situation is if you have a concern or a suspicion yep. is to talk to your doctor about yeah, it and course. they can talk it through. Uh, essentially, you can get blood tests, which um, will tell you what, what levels you are. Yeah. But with everything, like us health folk always talk about
0: <laughs> preventing stuff before it actually yeah, happens is the, the critical thing and being aware of it. So kids who are gnawing on the... Uh, Uh, Windowsill, renovators, other people at risk, I guess, as you say, any home pre 1980. We're all really
1: well, uh, yeah. And again, it's an awareness thing. I don't think it's you know, head for the hills. No, Uh, no, (laughs) don't panic. Don't play (laughs) that wop wop. Yep, (laughs) but it's essentially a situation of just being aware of it because you can manage it. And like I say, you know, there's ways and means on our website, we've got uh, our lead paint aware resources which can tell you how to actually, you know, do these sorts of things safely. Um, it's one of these mais Risks that, that that are a risk, sure. but awareness is a critical aspect to it. And once we are aware, and, and folk are aware, they you know hopefully we won't see situations like we have seen where people have done some fantastic Renault jobs, yeah. but unfortunately you know poisoned the family along the way. And your pets can be affected too. I was it
0: going to ask? Can, can it can it affect your pets?
1: <laughs> it can. It can. We quite often see, for example, you know if you've sanded anything, you know that there's yep. cascades of dust that sort of yep. settle around the place. Animals can pick it up off their fur, or you know eating grass or or doing whatever. So and it's it's toxic to all mammals. So it's, you know, one of these things that, uh, again, you protect the whole family if you do it right in the first place. Yeah.
0: I don't think it was lead paint. I'm convinced we had our kitchen renovated and we lost our dog, our first dog, like a month after. And my wife and I constantly discuss this and say, do you think it had any effect? Because there was, there was dust and sand and, you know, it's a, it's a big kitchen renovation. Hmm. And part of me, there's a little part of me that is convinced that it had something to do with it because he went from perfectly healthy to, uh, after a month's time, so I don't know. Uh, So, all right, we'll take a short break. If you've got any questions for Dr Chris Lee, who is here, the Executive Director of Health Protection and Licensing Services, be it about asthma or about lead paint, you're welcome to do that, double 0000. We'll discuss what the hot weather's going to do to your health as well. As we say, a little burst of heat for us today, 30 degrees at the moment, but uh, the cool change on the way. But you know that summer, what are we now, 11th of November, it is not far away. Those really hot days and those big hot spells are coming. We'll uh, tell you what to do next. At Savers. Standard multifocal lenses are free when you choose one style from the $149 range or above. That's a saving of $150. What could be clearer? Free multifocal lenses at Specsavers. Conditions apply. Blocked drain, burst pipe, leaking tap, no hot water. Give Ken a call. Ken Hall Plumbers. Ken is your emergency plumber. 24 hours, 7 days. Best price, best service. Give Ken a call. Ken Hall Plumbers, 8364 5855. I'm really proud to be part of a caring family. My family don't only care for me, they care for all these other families too. My great-grandma, who was a nurse during the war, started St Louis 70 years ago to care for older people. Today, my dad carries on that proud tradition at St Louis Home Care. So, if you or your family need support with things like gardening, cleaning, cooking, or just getting out and about, it would be our family's pleasure to provide it. Google... St Louis Home Care to find out how my family can help take care of yours. If you've ever travelled overseas, you've been lucky enough to see New Zealand, you would have seen one of the world's most stunning landscapes. If you haven't been, now is the time. You can speak to the New Zealand specialist, Holiday Wonders at Mitcham. Right now, places are available on an exclusive 17-day guided tour, including return direct flights, a luxury coach tour and great accommodation. Yours for just 5690 per person, twin share, a saving of 950 Cruises can be great, but you're just skimming the edges if you want to see the magical landscapes. The only way to do it is by road in a luxury coach. Spend your holiday sightseeing, not reading the maps. Holiday Wonders at Mitcham have made thousands of New Zealand holidays happen. And so to secure this exclusive offer now, places are limited. You'll save almost $1,000 on this wonderful New Zealand holiday with Holiday Wonders Mitcham.com. On Belair Road. Hi, Glenn here from Air Conditioning Warehouse Sales. With summer fast approaching, now's the time to prepare your evaporative cooling system. We've got everything you need, like pad sets, pumps, motors, and other spares. And if you need to change your tired, older style unit to a brand new, latest model, we can definitely help you save hundreds with our extra big saving pre-summer deals. But it's pre-summer only, so don't miss the boat. Air Conditioning Warehouse Sales, Salisbury, Richmond, and Longsdale. Aosales.com. Give yourself the gift of sound this holiday season, like the sound of unwrapping presents or the sound of sizzling barbecues. Book your free hearing check with Hearing Australia today. Conditions apply under the Australian Government Hearing Services Program. Great deals on home appliances plus bonus gift cards at Harvey Norman. Shop our latest catalogue and receive bonus Harvey Norman gift cards on a huge range of small appliances. Up to $100 on vacuums, up to $200 on coffee machines. Bonus gift cards on washers and air conditioners. Up to $250 on ovens, up to $400 on fridges. Great deals across home appliances, plus bonus gift cards on selected products priced from $200. Conditions apply. See store for details. Limited time only at Harvey Norman. Ad merch. If you need to reach it, if you need to stack it, if you need to store it, if you need to pack it, move it, wheel it or clean it, go to merch. Ad merch From sack trucks, carts and plastic stackable storage to ladders, wheels and casters, even cleaning equipment. Ad merch have it all and then some. If they don't have it, they'll make it. Admerch. Grove Avenue, Marlston, just off Richmond Road. Visit admerch.com.au. Macular degeneration is Australia's leading cause of blindness. If you're over 50, have an eye test and macular check. Early detection is vital. You can have the very early signs without even knowing. Information, guidance and support is only a phone call away. Call the Macular Disease Foundation on 1800 111 for a free macular degeneration information kit. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs fast. This is Leith Forest. 10 to 2, 30 degrees in the city. Dr Chris Leith is here, Executive Director of Health Protection and the Licensing Services. It's our state on 5AA. We are discussing seasonal public health, also asthma, lead paint and staying healthy in the heat. If you've got any questions for Chris, double 0000 is the number. Let's talk about the hot weather. It's not too bad today, but when you're not used to it, when it's been 19 and low 20s, all of a sudden 30 degrees can feel like a a little bit of a punch of heat. Um, What impact does the hot weather have on us when it comes to our health?
1: So I think for... for most folk, you know, being in Australia and particularly South Australia, we're, you know, fairly familiar with heat. I think one of the issues that we see from, a, I guess, a public health perspective is when people perhaps don't take it seriously as mm. much as they need to and really it sort of goes back to that uh, Clint Eastwood line, a man's got to know his limitations. Yes. I think people push <laughs> past those limitations quite a bit because essentially once you get to a point, and it's usually sort of over 37 degrees, for example, mm. where your body can't cool down, it doesn't take long for things to sort of start to crash quite quickly Um, things like heat stress and and heat stroke as people have referred to it are are very serious issues and and it's one of these ones where essentially you know staying on top of it being aware of it you know making sure that you um, don't try and do the same things that you normally do I think it's one of the critical things because heat um, affects everyone you know, whether you're young or old, yep. fit or or other, um, essentially, you know, you are at risk of, of you know putting yourself in a situation if you don't manage it properly by staying cool, yep. drinking plenty of water. You know, it's pretty standard sorts of advice, but essentially, you know, it's it's a runaway thing once it starts to to go wrong in heat, and and that's where you know it can be life threatening.
0: Let's talk about staying healthy in the heat. You mentioned drinking water. Do you have in your line of work, an official line, how much water we should have. You're looking uh, someone very sheepish and guilty over here i know that i don't drink anywhere near enough water what would you like us to be drinking look i, I think it, it changes from person to person
1: it's a bit of a, a, a personal thing really yep. i mean essentially i think the, the old you know adage of eight glasses a day i know that's a big big ask for a lot of folk i know folk yep. who drink upwards of two liters of water a day oh, as well my I...
0: wife's like a fish she <laughs> loves it oh, i would have had eight <laughs> glasses of water this
1: week yes um or it, we need to be on that though don't we that's right and i think one of the things that um you know we want people to be aware of particularly in the warmer weather as well things that are caffeinated or yeah. contain alcohol um whilst they you know might be pleasurable essentially then they're, they're not doing the job that water does
0: in terms of rehydrating yeah, so, right. so coffees and cokes don't rehydrate people no no, no if no. anything the opposite <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so, so the, who's more affected kids older
1: people or just anyone can get it it can be anyone i, I think you know we, we tend to have at-risk groups that we talk about quite a bit so you know the elderly particularly you know have um perhaps um you know, pre-existing uh, medical conditions that might make them more susceptible. Yep. Um, children as well, but even um, you know, fit and healthy you know people labouring, working mm-hmm. on you know um, for hard physical labour can be at risk. And we have seen you know um, people you know trying to do that same work that they always do on a you know forty-two degree day is just. Crazy, you know. Oh, yeah. Lots of places have heat policies now. You know, schools have heat policies. Yep. You know, work sites have heat policies, and they're there for good
0: reasons because there's no reason to put yourself at risk. I always think of those blokes up in the roofs. You know, yeah. wiring, tiling, doing yep. whatever they're doing, like in the hottest part of the house. The signs and symptoms that we should look out for. So essentially, what we're you know looking out for is you know
1: I think people sort of know them. Once you start feeling thirsty, you're probably yep. starting to get well on your way to dehydration, um, dizziness, fatigue, um, headaches. You know, fairly sort of. Um, general type symptoms but the ones that are the early warning signs once you start getting into situations where you're starting to get cramps and muscle spasms Mm -hmm. that you know your body's really crying out that there's a problem and the best thing you can possibly do is head somewhere cool rest and take in plenty of water
0: i know you're on debut i don't want to bring the tone of the show down (laughs) but i'm going to because my father worked in an industry where he used to have to test because of occ health and safety because they worked outside in extreme heat the pee Of the workers and they had a chart, like a, a yellow to sort of red chart, if you like, and they would literally put it up against the sample from the boys and if the boys' pee wasn't clear enough, they're in the room losing money, you know, mm. so it's a massive issue isn't it? This is a big business issue too not just people around their homes but you've got to really take care of yourself. Yeah, absolutely do and, and you know, that's one of the, the key signs, I was sort
1: of um, dancing around it a little bit but uh, <laughs> you, you, know, the the, the, uh, you know, not urinating or yeah. you, urine that is very dark in colour is a, a sure sign that you've essentially got past that point of It's you not know, a bad
0: way to do it because the boys don't want to lose money because you, it's unpaid, you know, you need hmm. to go over there, hydrate yourself for half an hour an hour whatever the case might be then you get back on the tools and then you get your cash yep so none of the boys are like well i'll just drink because i don't want to lose my money so that makes sense what do we do then for for if we're not out on the tools uh what do we do if we notice these symptoms what should we be doing so so
1: essentially you know head somewhere where you can get some relief from it so um we recommend for folk heading somewhere cool and and if that's not your own house um and it's looking like it's going to be a hot day head somewhere cool early um, you don't want to be venturing out in the, you know, the mid-afternoon no. heat um, just to get to, try and get to, say, a public library or something yep. like that. Go somewhere where they do have air conditioning to cool yourself down. Keep the place shut up. Keep it dark. Yep. Keep, keep the water up. You know, sit under a fan. It's all very sort of, you know, common-sense things to do, but sometimes in the, you know, the rush of daily life and yep. trying to get on with things, we, um, you know, skip over these, and, and it can be a, a real problem.
0: Yeah. You see the shopping centres full. That's right. The movie theatres are full. <laughs> hey, Chris, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us about the asthma, the lead paint, and staying healthy in the heat as well. If people want more information, is there a website? Is there materials sure. that they should get their hands on? Yes, yeah, the uh, SA Health website's got stacks of materials yep. on all
1: the things we've talked about. So um, if you head along there and, and you know, whack whatever you want to look up into the
0: yep. uh, search function, um, I'm sure you'll find it. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Stay healthy in the heat. Don't chew on those windowsills. That's right. And keep your breathing under control. Stick to your asthma <laughs> plan. Well. Thank Dr. You. Chris Lees, Executive Director of Health Protection and Licensing Services, our guest will take a break after the two o'clock news. Your calls, you might have questions about.